This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, partly cloudy and 32 at the KVOM studios. Today is Tuesday, the 20th of February, 2024. Rich Muller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch, and boy, do we have a pretty forecast for you today. Sunny skies, a high of 67 with calm winds. Overnight, clear in 43. Sunny in 72 on Wednesday, we will have some gusty winds out. Wednesday night, partly cloudy, breezy in 57. Thursday, partly sunny, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms and a high in the mid-70s. And winds could gust as high as 30 miles an hour on Thursday. Thursday night, clear, a low of 44. And Friday, sunny in 66. The weekend looks really nice. Sunny in 68 on Saturday and sunny in 74 on Sunday. Outside now, partly cloudy and 32 at the KVOM studios. And let's congratulate our employee of the day, Mary Loveland, at the Moralton Post Office. We have no obituary announcements to pass along this morning, so we'll turn to news. Early voting starts today for the March 5th preferential primary, nonpartisan judicial general, and annual school election in Arkansas. There's only one contested race at the county level on the primary ballot in Conway County, the Republican nomination for Griffin Township Constable between Alex Campbell and Kurt E. Elms. In Perry County, there are local races on the Republican primary for Justice of the Peace District 1 between Travis Bentley and Charles Nub Camp, and for JP District 3 between Ronnie A. Lee and Lana Joe McCall. There's also a race for Position 1 on the Perryville School Board between David Finkbeiner and Bobby Scott. Also appearing on the ballot statewide is a race for State Supreme Court Associate Justice Position 2 between Supreme Court Justice Courtney Hudson and Judge Carlton B. Jones, and a race for State Supreme Court Chief Justice Position 1 between Jay Martin, Supreme Court Justice Rhonda Wood, Supreme Court Justice Karen Baker, and Supreme Court Justice Barbara Womack Webb. Presidential races in both party primaries are also on the ballot. Early voting is open from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays through Friday, March 1st, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Saturday, February 24th and March 2nd, and from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Monday, March 4th. All polling locations will be open from 7.30 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. on Election Day, Tuesday, March 5th. Anyone interested in learning more about the science behind the upcoming solar eclipse is invited to a free public lecture with Mitzi Adams from the NASA Marshall Space Flight Center. The lecture, entitled NASA, Eclipses, and My Life as a Scientist, will take place Friday, February 23rd at 7.15 p.m. at Arkansas Tech University in the Doc Bryan Student Services Center Lecture Hall. The lecture coincides with the Arkansas Junior Science and Humanities Symposium, which ATU will host this weekend. Adams joined NASA in March of 1988 as a graduate co-op student. She became a full-time employee in January of 1991 upon completion of her master's degree. She has served as assistant manager for the Heliophysics and Planetary Branch of NASA Marshall Space Flight Center since 2020. Approaching 735, it's partly cloudy, 32 at the KVOM Studios. Today we get up to 67 with sunshine and calm winds. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in a moment. 
Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 736, partly cloudy and 32 at the KVOM studios. February is Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month, and the Safe Place Incorporated in Moralton wants to help parents become aware of some of the things to look for in your teen that could indicate that they are the victim of dating violence. Executive Director Mary Wood says they are some of the same signs that apply to adults who are in dating relationships. First and foremost, she says it's important to note that love is about respect, not control. Abusive personalities tend to have a lot of things in common. And one of the things that they always have in common is controlling pretty well every aspect of their victim's life. They will try to control how they dress. A lot of times they control their social media. Very often they require their victims to text them immediately when they wake up. You know, it's all about control. It's all about knowing what they're doing. Wood adds that obvious signs of violence that you might notice are bruises and scratching on the victim. But there are also some behavioral changes. It could be red flags. If you see a change in your child's grades... If they were a really good student, if they were really involved, then all of a sudden things start fading away, their grades start slipping, they're pulling out of activities that they were normally involved in. That's a warning sign for a lot of things, but also for dating violence. A lot of times abusers will try to get them involved in drugs and alcohol because they can control them by providing those things for them. Wood encourages anyone who is a victim or knows someone who is suffering from dating violence or any type of abuse within a relationship to reach out to the safe place for help at 1-888-554-2501. If you missed the recent meetings to offer ideas on new boat lanes to be added to Lake Conway, there's still time to add your input. According to Nick Feltz, Regional Fisheries Supervisor for the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission, The planning team will accept suggestions for new boat lane locations on Lake Conway through February 25th. All 23 miles of existing boat lanes will be cleared of stumps during the drawdown and will be widened to 50 feet throughout the lake. In addition to the existing lanes, Feltz hopes to add up to nine additional miles of new lanes to make navigation even better. Anyone who would like to contribute input about boat lane locations can still participate in the process. Maps and instruction packets for feedback are available at the AGFC Mayflower Field Office at 213A Highway 89 South in Mayflower and at Bates Field and Stream Convenience Store in Mayflower. A downloadable version of the boat lane map and instructions can also be found at agfc.com slash lakeconway. The Conway County Fair Board is inviting all graduating high school seniors in Conway County who've participated in the Conway County Fair at any time over the years to apply for a Conway County Fair scholarship. A Conway County Fair Board committee will review the local applicants, and one of the applications will be sent 
to the Arkansas Fair Managers Association for consideration for a state AFMA scholarship. Students can get an application from their school counselor. The deadline to have applications completed is Monday, March 11th. We're enjoying warm weather this week and an upcoming weekend that won't be spoiled by rain or other precipitation. But what's the prospect for rain heading into spring? Forecaster Dylan Cooper with the National Weather Service tells us it's still a bit early to make any predictions. But since it's been so wet so far this season, we probably won't have to worry about drought. This is a year where we're seeing a very dynamic jet stream. Uh, And going forward, you know, typically we do see wetter uh, spring times here in Arkansas. It's, uh, like I said, it's a little bit too hard to, to tell, you know, are we going to be well above average as far as precip goes, uh, or are we going to be closer to average? Either way, uh, it's not looking like we're going to, to see widespread drought uh, like we have seen for uh, a good while now. In fact, our recent heavy rains have eradicated most of the, the drought from the state of Arkansas. Cooper says it's good to see that most drought conditions are gone at this time. Let's take a look at the community calendar. The 2024 River Valley Beef Conference will be held at I-40 Livestock Auction in Ozark today, and all River Valley area beef producers are invited. The Plummerville City Council meets tonight at 6 in the community room. The Perry County Extension Office will hold a meeting with the Perry County Quorum Court to discuss possible funding for the Perry County 4-H program. That meeting will be held tonight at 6 at the Extension Office in Perryville. A community eclipse meeting for the Petty Jean Mountain community will be held tonight at 7 at the Winthrop Rockefeller Institute. The Conway County Retired Teachers will meet Thursday morning at 10 at the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce in downtown Moralton. The Executive Director of Arkansas Retired Teachers, Donna Morey, will be the guest speaker. The Moralton Planning and Zoning Commission and Board of Adjustment will meet Thursday, 5.30 p.m. in the City Council meeting room at Moralton City Hall. And this reminder, Moralton Parks and Recreation Department is holding registration for youth baseball and softball through this Friday. They'll have softball teams for 6 and under to 14 and under, and baseball for t-ball through 15 and under and senior. The cost is $65 per child and $55 for additional siblings. You can register at the Moralton Community Center or find Moralton Parks and Recreation on Facebook to find an online registration link. If you're just joining us and you missed our morning news, keep in mind it's easy to time shift your listening by subscribing to the free KVOM Newswatch podcast. It's available from Apple, Google Play, SoundCloud, on our website or on the new EAB Media app available from the App Store or Google Play. And you can subscribe for free. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published each weekday and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 742 under a partly cloudy sky, 32 at the KVOM studios. Coming up on our close-up segment, we'll visit with Moralton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer. Eric Tyler is up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. 
Hey, Evans News, Chris Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Area high school basketball teams are gearing up for regional tournament play this week, and one of the broadcast of every game involving teams from Conway County starts Wednesday at 4 p.m. at the Marlton High School girls against Shiloh Christian from the 4A North Region Tournament in Pea Ridge. That game will air live here on KVOMFM 101.7. Also at 4 p.m. Wednesday, the one of you girls will play Brinkley from the 1A Region 3 Tournament in Clarendon, and that game will air live on 99.3 FM, the Eagle. One of you boys will play Marvel at 5.30 p.m. Wednesday in Clarendon. That game will air live on 101.7 KVOM. Then at 8.30 Wednesday night, we'll have the Nemo Vista boys against Brinkley live from Clarendon here in KVOM. First round games on Thursday include the Sacred Heart boys against Clarendon at 5.30 p.m. and the Sacred Heart girls against Clarendon at 7 in the 1A Region 3 Tournament in Clarendon. And the Marlton High School boys against Huntsville at 8.30 p.m. and the 4A North Region Tournament in Pea Ridge. And we'll have the broadcast of all three of those games live here on KVOM. Bigelow's girls and boys teams are in the Class 2A Central Region Tournament at Izzard County. Both teams play the host school on Wednesday. The girls play at 7 p.m. The boys game will follow at 8.30. Number two ranked University of Arkansas baseball team wrapped up at season opening four game series against James Madison with a 4-0 win over the Dukes on Monday in Fayetteville to win the series three games to one. The Hogs will play Oregon State, Oklahoma State, and Michigan in the Kubota College Baseball Series in Arlington, Texas this weekend. The Arkansas men's basketball team goes on the road to face Texas A&M tonight. Tip-off from College Station, scheduled for 6 p.m. Former, former Nemo Vista standout Kaylin Garris had 10 points, 3 rebounds, and 3 steals for the North Arkansas College women's team on Monday. But the Pioneers lost to Arkansas State Mid-South 65-62 in their regular season finale in Harrison. Wonderview's Lydia Polk saw action in the circle for the Oklahoma Wesleyan softball team on Monday. Freshman right-hander had one strikeout, allowed one unearned run, and an inning of work on the Eagles' 11-3 win over Ecclesia College in the first game of a doubleheader sweep. And taking a look at weather now on this Tuesday, we have humidity currently at 100%, calm winds, barometric pressure 30.18 inches. Our low temperature this morning 32 degrees high yesterday was 63 a year ago today the low was 56 the high was 74 no rain the last 24 hours at kvom total for the year 10.56 inches our sunset this evening's at 557 sunrise tomorrow morning 651 the forecast calling for sunny skies Today, with an afternoon high near 67 degrees, mostly clear tonight, low around 43. A partly sunny day tomorrow, high up to 72. A few clouds Wednesday night, low in the mid-30s. Excuse me, the, uh, the mid-50s, uh, quite a bit warmer there. And then a 30% chance of showers on Thursday with a high in the mid-70s. And it's really the only mention of rain we have uh, now on through the weekend. We'll have sunny skies this weekend, it looks like. Highs upper 60s to mid-70s. Right now, fair skies, 34 degrees in Moralton at 747 on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. 
Are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Moralton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Nine minutes in front of eight o'clock now in KVOM. And we're joined for a close-up interview this morning by Marlton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer. Good morning to you. Good morning, Eric. It is good to have you join us again. And we can start with, I guess, your State of the City address. You gave that at this month's council meeting and... Uh, I guess it had went over uh, obviously a lot of what what has happened uh, over the past year and what we can look forward to uh, this coming year. Just want to hit maybe a couple high points on that for us. Well, you know we've got the five buildings sold downtown. That's going to be a huge remodel, and uh, Richard's going to do uh, put some stuff in the windows for the eclipse. The you know not just to have for rent, but just have have some nice uh, window coverings. So when we have people downtown. We're going to have the, the Holyfield uh, sh- uh, stage cover is being built by John Denham, Denham Welding. That should be up before the eclipse. Uh, a lot of other good things going on. Uh, you know, we, we started our year off kind of s- slow with the, with our finances, but we got a check from uh, some of our franchise fees. They're up this year. Our sales tax is up this year, so we feel like we're going to finish strong on that. So we're building our reserves back up slowly but surely. We've hired a lot of people, you know, this past year for two uh, customer service representatives for our sewer and billing, and we hired uh, we got a new HR person, so that means I'm hiring a new uh, assistant. So we've hired three new people, and last year, you know, we had to. This year, we're having to give the jail hundred thousand dollars, so that eats into those reserves. We didn't, uh, like I said earlier, we didn't budget any money for park and rec, but we did this year. So that everything's tracking pretty good this year. Playland is having some great weekends, so their revenues are better. Park and Rec's having a spring soccer, which we didn't have before. Baseball, softball registration is going on. So our revenues are, are coming in pretty good right now. Okay, good deal. And you mentioned uh, sewer and crash billing, and that is uh, new. That, that's that been separated from, from the water, so people are adjusting to that. How's, how's all that going so Well, far? you know, it, it took a while to get our bill out, so we waived all the late charges this month. And we won't have any shutoffs this month, but we got two great employees there. They're doing a great job uh, helping the customer get through that transition. If you had automatic debit, that didn't automatically transfer from the water company to us. They can't release that information. So your account number is the same. So you can call the girls and they can walk you through that. You can get use the QR code to set up your account. Uh, we are seeing more activity in City Hall. Which is good. We've never had this many people come through City Hall before, yeah. so I think it's good for people to come in and, and see what we, what we what we got going on. We had to, we've done some little bit of remodeling to accommodate for this, but uh, it's going to be good once we get all the kinks worked out. The first bill they said was always going to be the hardest, yeah. and so they should you know they won't come out on the first. They should come out you know first week of, of the month. But uh, it's going to be good. You do have to pay your bills. You know, there is an agreement between us and the water company. 
they read the meter, send us the information. So if you don't pay your sewer bill and you don't pay your trash bill, your water's going to get cut off. Because people are asking that question, how can we cut off something that's already, if they pay their water bill but they don't pay us, how can we cut that off? There are agreements, there are statutes in place for that. So don't, you know, please don't play that game. Come pay your bill just like you normally did, and uh, everything will be great. Okay. All right. Yeah, we will all... uh get used to it and certainly in, in no time and it was very uh the, the bill has you know instructions how to do set up your your auto graph and all that stuff so we uh, also have a night deposit drop box mm-hmm. that you know our our building was a bank so if you come in the front lobby and you turn go look to the left there's a night so you can drop your payment off mm-hmm. anytime in that night deposit drop yeah. and those people have uh, or you can go to the centennial bank and petty Jean state bank just like before mm-hmm. or you can come in yeah uh, some people have noticed uh, sewer rates, I guess, gone up a little bit. But that, it, it actually had been a while, I guess. Well, and our trash rate went yeah. up a little bit too. Yeah, yeah. We don't. We've never done a good job of, of you know, doing a steady yearly increase. Mm-hmm. We always raise it when we need when we need have needs. And mm-hmm. and so if you average it out, we're still below average. Um, but we we got it. We I mean that has a three percent. I think a three percent yearly increase in it. So we will start doing a better job of increasing that slowly to keep up with, you know, it costs a lot of money to run a sewer plant. Yep, absolutely. You know, we've got a lot of uh, repairs on on the sewer line. We have to run a lagoon. You know, we got to pay our people and buy equipment. Uh, So it just takes a lot of money. Everything takes a lot of money. Yep. And uh, Talk Eclipse, now that is coming up uh, really soon, obviously, and, you know, going to be a lot going on. And, of course, we all... Uh, locally around here, I talk about it a lot. Did get a little, a uh, little more state recognition. Well, it's hard to, it's so. hard to believe that <laughs> seven years ago, Clay Sherrod called me, you know, for the 17 eclipse and said, "Alan said you need to get ready for this. This is going to be a big deal." And we had a meeting shortly after that, and there, and ten people came and said, "You're way too early." And now look, it's a month away. Mm-hmm. Yep, a little over a month away, and. Uh, I was on Channel 2 about two weeks ago and with an economist and a lady over hospitality. And, there's, you know, there's still rooms available. And uh, our villages are not picking up like we thought. We don't know if it's just going to be a last-minute push. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that's kind of hard to plan for. But yeah. a lot of the places have gone to day parking. I think the college has is going to have day parking. The Alliance at uh, Southern Christian Home is going to have day parking. We have our Eclipse Village at, at City Park. And there was another one that was brought up right behind that on Short Street. There's eight acres with the white fence around it. It's going to be a park. It's going to take campers and RVs. And they're they're close to our amenities at the city park. They can still walk to town. So we got some publicity last night on Channel 4, which is great, because we're not getting the publicity that the other towns are getting, even though we're right in the blue line. We had an Eclipse Mm -hmm. Village. I mean, we had an Eclipse meeting Thursday, and uh, there was a – highway department was there the state police kind of telling what they're going to do there's not going to be any extra state police because they're going to be working they think they feel the whole state's going to be impacted by this so everybody's staying pl- input and then the highway department has plans that they can push cars off the road on the freeway if they if they need to they've never been able to do that before but they're going to during this time period you know steve beavers emergency management our police department fire department all those guys have been working on this for two years over two years so we feel like we're prepared we have that reputation in the state that we're one of the most prepared counties in the state of arkansas uh, the chamber is doing uh, entertainment mm-hmm. <clears throat> there's a cool new feature that there's a 
you know, a, a visually impaired lady that works for NASA yeah. that's going to be here speaking at the Rialto and how people with impurities can can still enjoy this eclipse and that's pretty neat yeah, yeah. nasa is going to be up on winthrop rockefeller institute the the park the number one state which is hard for me to believe that th they get no recognition during all this yeah. the number one state park in the nation mm -hmm. has been full it's going to be full <coughs> so there's a lot of you know there's well, there's a lot of opportunities here there's going to be some vendors downtown some things mm -hmm. going on downtown that uh, hopefully will, this will be an economic boost for individuals, the city, the county, everybody involved. Uh, the economist that was on uh, PBS with me said, you know, they spend about an average of $1,000 a day. You take the sales tax off of that times $1.5 million plus the half a million that they say are going to move from the outside to the middle. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of money. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep, for sure. So, yep, we are uh, getting, getting, getting close to that April of the 8th. Talking with Marlton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer. Anything else you wanted to bring up this morning? Well, voting starts today. I just drove by Elmwood Cemetery and saw that a lot of the gravel streets just got paved, and that is a great addition to, to the cemetery there. It makes it look yeah. better, plus it's easier for people to get around when they have a funeral. So that's a great improvement. Yeah. Uh, a lot of good things going on uh, in town. Uh, so I think this year is going to be a great building year. Loves is going to do a totally a total remodel after the eclipse murphy oil is going to do a total remake and uh, so those things bring in permit dollars they bring in sales tax dollars so there's a lot of things going forward our sales tax was up thirty two thousand dollars already this year mm -hmm. we'll find out friday what it is this this month and it mm -hmm. should go up this is a big month anyway because you're really dealing with december christmas mm -hmm. and all that so a lot of good things are going on. We, you know, we feel confident that we'll that we'll get our reserves built back up. We, you know, we're looking at uh, some things for the park. Uh, we're probably going to have a public hearing about soccer fields. What we're going to do there because that's that starts the 26th of this week. Yeah. So just a lot of good things going on. I'm I'm very happy that the bowling alley is starting to pick back up. We've got a disc jockey there that's that's playing games on the skating mm -hmm. rink. So you're just not going in a circle anymore. That seems to be helpful. We're trying hard to, to get everything efficient as we can and as proper as we can. Yep. All right. Good stuff. Marla Mayor, Alice Mayor, thank you so much. Thank you, Eric. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.